Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What it do? You are listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno. We got the Brothers McMuffins in the house tonight. We got Brad. We got Nick. We are ready, boys. It's, it is Game of the Year awards this week, and I am stoked. We were talking about some some of our favorite 90s things in, uh, in the pre-show, including Spice World. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't <laughs> been on that train, like, you need to get on the Patreon and hear his gush about how... How we love the Spice Girls, right? <laughs> I mean, not only that, Bruno, but we just debuted um, QTB Nights, which is our new um, bonus monthly podcast where we just go off script and just talk about anything and everything. So, I mean, well, we had an in-depth conversation about uh, ambrosia, like the like the the the, the holiday dessert. Okay, what? I learned a lot ambrosia about salad. that. Yeah, ambrosia salad. There, there were yeah. some there were some controversial opinions regarding that. And, uh, uh, Brad, I mean, you were, you were literally right there with, with, uh, Caitlin, like the whole night. And then, you know, you just took a left turn out of nowhere with ambrosia salad and, and threw us all for <laughs> well, a loop. You know, apparently whipped cream is in your, isn't your dream. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, well, all I'll say is that that's a great opportunity where you get to hear from us directly. No filter. Our Patreon listeners get to interact with us live off the cuff and you get you get those little anecdotes i did a bruno rant myself and it was on yeah well i did several yeah. actually so you did want to see me go on the bruno rant i've seen you yeah if you want to so, so, subscribe wanna, and i mean if you want to check it out get, if you want to get brad fired up about something just talk about christmas things because yeah. he's got a lot of opinions surrounding christmas i didn't realize that he was so passionate about the holiday but apparently like mm-hmm. he is it's yeah it's important to him well it is. we never talked about this but i'll give everyone a preview it stems from the fact that my birthday is in november and people want to start listening to christmas music november 1st i have a very strict rule that i'm not listening to christmas music till after my birthday it's just a rule can't do I, that that's fair enough so, so so growing up my sister had the same rule she didn't want any decorations in the house or anything like that christmas related but her birthday is december 10th and so we had to wait every oh, wow. year to get our, our, you know, and then I grew up and I realized that we were the only family that did that, that every other family started decorating like in the you know beginning of December, right after Thanksgiving or something right. like that. And here I am, you know, enjoying my tree from December to February instead of November to January, yeah. like a normal person, you know. So I don't know. I had a I had a weird weird childhood when it came to <laughs> but but <laughs> that's Christmas that's just a flavor, right? That's what I've yeah. been up to this week. We've been re- recording QTV nights, and it, it is a holiday themed episode. That's yeah. what I've been up to, and that's just a preview for our listeners right now. That that's exclusive content on our Patreon that you get each month, and you hear us kind of like Nick said, unhinged, off the cuff on on things, and you get to participate live with us as we record. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's you can't, you can't beat it, right, Nick? Wait a second. Did you just say live, Brad? Because I love live things. And you know what else I love that's also live is our amazing sponsors over at the Winner Winner Live Arcade. Segway. Okay? Because, yeah, I mean, look, look, they're the official sponsor of the QTV Network. We love them to death. And the thing I got to tell you right now is that the holiday fever is in effect right now at Winner Winner Live Arcade. You can deck your halls with arcade claws anywhere, anytime. And your first win is free when you download with our exclusive link. The link is in our description or in the show notes of the podcast. Plus, we have a special promotional code for you right now for December only. If you use code What It Do when recharging your tokens, What It Do, all one word, that's someone's catchphrase in this room, at pay.app.winnerwinner.com, you're going to get a bonus 45% bonus tokens on your next purchase. We've never had a deal that high before. We're feeling bad the holiday cheer. So, yeah, big thank you to Winner Winner for making that happen. Go get those tokens, what it do, code at checkout. And thanks, as always, to our friends at Winner Winner. You like that code, Bruno? I love it. I love it. I made my name. I made what it do. 
We're putting that on the t-shirt. Oh, wait, we already have it on the t-shirt. What did you? <laughs> of course we do. Oh, man. All the catchphrases. Even my, uh, what, spread it on a cracker, which I... I oh, yeah. I only say it when I mention the t-shirt. I got to use it. You, you only say it when you mention that there's a catchphrase. I haven't seen it organically. I need, come up, right? I need like a poster like up here that's like, you know, spread you that on a cracker. Don't forget to spread that organic. on a cracker. Yeah. The meow. <laughs> I mean. Meow. You're, mm -hmm. the, you're yeah. the one that didn't want to come up with one. You're just like, whatever. I don't need one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm going to change yours from meow to devil's advocate. Yeah. Or devil's bradvocate oh. yes Woo. you I saw think. where i was going <laughs> <laughs> i did and i'm on that train it just happened that just happened on live here we go that's happening coming, oh, soon, coming soon to the qtv merch store that is magic i'm wearing that to every color i'm wearing that to every family get together it's happening i love it <laughs> Well, I'll tell oh, you what man. else I love, and that is our big story here coming from uh, really just the YouTube trailer that has dropped recently, and that is this huge, huge announcement um, of a free DLC update for Elden Ring. You know, uh, we're coming up on, what, the one-year uh, anniversary of the release of Elden Ring. Yeah. And, I mean, this game has just absolutely taken the world by storm. I think in a lot of ways helped to uh, mainstream the Soulsborne style of game, right? That super difficult game that requires lightning facts reflexes is always punishing, is always unforgiving, but still kind of does it in a way that that makes it more accessible than I think previous games um, in that in that genre. Um, so this update is going to be adding a lot in terms of uh, PvP. If you are into uh, uh, duking it out in, in Elden Ring previously. Yeah, the only way you could do it was with mechanics that were in place where you could invade other people's worlds or they could invade your world um, in the middle of a gameplay session, like unannounced. Like you can, even if you don't want it to happen, it still happens. And then they try and <laughs> shut you down, right? And it can be kind of unfair because you can be in combat with somebody and they just come in and wreck that. And it, it's it's an interesting mechanic, but one that isn't really a fair 1v1, 2v2 situation. This update completely turns that on its head and says, no, we're going to give you actual coliseums that already exist in the game but weren't used um, as a way to actually engage in duels, free-for-alls, and even team fights. I think this is going to go over really well because the, the, the combat of Elden Ring, there's so, many, there's so many different ways you can play the game, so many different ways you can build out your character. I mean, Bruno, you got to be looking at this and thinking, like, I'm going to try it when it comes out because it's free, right? Oh, of that's, it's free, of right? That's free. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I gotta jump. I gotta jump back into it. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's so much content there to begin with that I've barely even scratched the surface because I'm still trying to level up my guy. Like I mainly spent the entire time running around trying to get the, you know, the crabs and the and the lobsters that would pop out of the ground because I felt like that was the only thing that I could, you know, take on. But. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think this is the type of game that already had such a huge, huge presence in, uh, in, in 2022 and to kind of drop this right around game of the year, like right around the, is, is just kind of a, Hey, don't forget about us. It's perfect. Timing, oh, for sure. Right? Brilliant. I mean, the timing Brilliant timing. Be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the timing couldn't be better. I mean, and yeah, the Game Awards are coming up this Thursday, right? And that's that's the kicker, is that they are now going to be able to say, hey, this is available now, and it is, it's it's free. Just get it, like, play it. Um, I mean, you can't, you cannot go wrong with an update like this. I think we're going to be expecting more single-player-focused content down the road. There's, there's large portions of the map that we can see that have not been explored yet or, or, or accessible yeah. Or having I mean, meaningful content huge. into them. Yeah, it's already massive, but they, yeah. they're, 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 they're going to add more. Um, but this is a welcome thing. You know, I we, we talked about this many times on the show about like Apex Legends and other games that did an amazing job of stealth dropping a game or content for a game. And then just saying, here it is. Like they don't, you don't know anything about it before it comes out. That's rare these days because of how leaks work. Um, and they're just so, it's so easy in this era of instant information to not have somebody spill the beans uh, on purpose yeah, really. or on accident. Um, and, you know, we, we saw what happened with Grand Theft Auto V, one of the biggest game releases, you know, of, of our arguably this decade. Um, and we it was all there laid bare for us to see. So um, when it when it does happen and we can find out about it right away and it's it's coming it's or, or it's here, 
That gets me excited, Brad. I mean, I there's nothing I love more than just a, a, an unexpected drop. I mean, we even had Halo, right, that, uh, that released some yeah. bonus content that we didn't see coming. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to turn the Halo Halo <laughs> topic over to my man Bruno here, but my quick little <laughs> take here on the Elden Ring drop. I mean, this is the first, like, legitimate DLC we've seen from them besides, like, patches and some updates. And it kind of hit, like you said, the three, the, th- the trifecta. Unknown yeah. or stealth, available right away, like transparency, and it being free. I think people are going to, you know, already see this game being a value for its money from its original development and release. And now you're getting free DLC a year later. Talk about when we talk about longevity of games and playability of games, this is going to be huge for it. I mean, this is just going to bring like Bruno said, it's going to bring people back in and get back into playing and really see what's available and kind of extend that life, extend that playability and even bring people back in that even bring in new people, bring in new people who haven't played the game. So, you know, I think this is an example of where the approach of how you got there with the DLC, the way you announced it and how quickly it's available is it's going to be a winning formula for Elden Ring for sure. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned, of course, you mentioned Halo Infinite releasing some new DLC. And on that same topic, I think that uh, this is a much needed, you know, addition to the game. They have basically stealth dropped another winter update there was a winter update um a few weeks back um this is another content update and they basically have implemented the custom game lobby um or search function which is the big that's the big thing right now is that now you have the ability to search for custom games and within that um there are several forge made maps that have made it into the game and the addition of pit from Halo 3, which I thought was a great, you know, probably one of the best maps of Halo 3. Uh, definitely um, a, a fan favorite, an MLG favorite. Yeah. So these were the additions that I think should have been in the game all along, right? And I think that, you know, along with the multiplayer update, they've also added some, some campaign updates with the ability to replay missions without affecting the game which is really mind-blowing to me. That's really mind-blowing to me that you can replay a mission without going back and and saying, well, now you've got to replay the rest of the game from this point or you can't use these things because you didn't have them at this point. You know, the, the amount of development that went into that was really amazing. So... I know that's a that's a stark contrast from what you're used to hearing from me, which is basically, you know, peeing all over the Wheaties of <laughs> of uh three four three and whatever they do. But I honestly think that, you know, they're on the right track. I they have they have had a rough year. Man, yeah. they've had a rough year. I don't think anyone is uh happier to say goodbye to twenty twenty two. Uh, more than Halo Infinite and look yeah. to the future of the game. The game is honestly hemorrhaging right now. And this has stopped the bleeding yeah. as it were, right? Like this is, there still needs to be a lot of work done in the battle pass, in the challenge system, in the way that the game functions as a live service. You know, you mentioned Brad, Elden Ring bringing in new players or having more people jump on it who may not have initially initially, you know, gotten on the bandwagon of the game at its release. Now with the DLC, it's definitely more enticing, right? Um I'm hoping that that's the case with Halo. I I fear that maybe the ship has sailed for a lot of players and and maybe it it's too late, right? Like there's there, there's no faith left in this um, uh, uh, version of the game, right? And I hope that that's not the case. I know that apparently through, you know, the community, people who have had interactions with Forge says it's amazing, although it's very, very buggy, which is why it's not out to the public right now and yeah. only in the hands of a few core people. But as I look back on the year that we've had, it, it I rem- I'm reminded that, that 343 mentioned that this was a beta. And I think that we've been very, very um, uh, spoiled in that term 
especially with Fortnite, because Fortnite had beta written up there for several seasons and, 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 and it still outperformed and, and like a normal game would. Yeah. And it wasn't until a while ago that it dropped that title. Looking back on it, I honestly think that this, they truly meant beta. They truly meant that this is a beta form of the game and I think that if they were to release it now with the content that they have added and the way they've gone about it, it would have been received so much better. People would be on board with it. Yeah. You know, now hearing all that, Brad, I know you haven't jumped in it. What's your take on that? Do you think that this is the, I mean, obviously it's stuff that should have been in there from the start. But, you know, do you think that ship has sailed for a lot of people or do you think there's still hope to bring this around? Because apparently they want to keep this around for 10 years. So it's not like it's going anywhere. You know, like they they want to you know, I, I don't foresee them ditching it for anything, maybe adding something down the road. But ditching it all together is going to be, you know, a no go, I, I think, from the execs. <laughs> I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole. I think for me, it wasn't enough. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I even looking at this, the, the two things that stick out to me that one is good, one isn't good. They uh, finally added the ability to uh, mute annoying players from the scoreboard now. So <laughs> you, you can mute people now quickly and easily as, as you should have and, and could yeah. have in the past. The, the thing that I think I struggle with is that as 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 Halo being a very core aspect to our group and to our family and our dedication to the the history of the games, we were early adopters of Infinite. We bought the Battle Pass. We paid a premium for that. And I'm looking at just their approach to cosmetics still, and I still don't get it. Because right now they're offering every armor core for free to every player and and like things that we paid for and earned and 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 grinded for in the battle pass are now being offered to free to new people or to I everyone. got burned on that early well, on. I mean, you, you know that. You, you know, right. So, <laughs> you know, to me, I I I guess some of the more snazzy or like versions of them are still like you have to earn or pay for, but you know, it just seems like they're struggling with how to um create that, you know, shop platform battle pass monetization strategy on on the armor cores and whatnot. And to me that that just is a, is a miss and, and to yeah. then just turn around and say, Hey, we recognize, like, I think there was like a semi apology, you know, in the third season by giving the, the Mark five available for free. And now they're giving all yeah. armor cores for free. It just seems like they're kind of backtracking on what they did. And, you know, what, what, what do you do for the people who, bought early bought early on and bought a bunch of tokens and yeah. things like that at a premium yeah. and this just feels like you're just trying to get new people to jump in because you're saying things are free yeah. uh and oh, so I, that I to me completely. is i i think is, that's, it's that's just hard it's hard for me to swallow so yeah. that that's why that's, I, I think it's so frustrated that's something that that i noticed early on right i i bought the i think i bought like uh fifty dollars worth of like the coins and the next day they dropped the price by $5. Like they, you know, and I was like, are you serious? Like, and I got nothing in return from that. Um, you know, I, I will say that in that respect, the customer service attention to customer service is a complete miss. You know, I, I love what Fortnite has done and, 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 and giving players, um, special editions of of a skin if they were early adopters right specifically i remember the skull trooper he has a purple variant that you can only get if you bought him when he first came out right and he was uh -huh. kind of like you know the big the big the first big skin really that came out mm -hmm. for Fortnite. and or um, they give I, you the opportunity to return something within 30 days yeah. if you're not a big fan and you're yeah. like you know what the skin isn't really great they give you like three or four like lifetime returns and you get your money back with no questions yeah. asked. Like it's just incredible. Like the ability to do that and like, Oh yeah. Oh, that was yeah. an impulse buy and I don't like it and I'm going to return it. So, so, uh, and, and you've come down to the, you know, the final thing of the, my final point of this, and it, it comes down to multitasking three, four, three right now does not have the manpower to multitask in the way that they need to really address the game. And I feel like we're still, a year away from what 
what we and what we hope uh, Halo to be. Um, I, I think that they're on the right track. I think that there's a lot more left to do. And I think that they have to essentially backtrack and give these things for free because no one played it. Right. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a, you know, a simple fact that other than the core group of, of people, and that's my hesitancy. That's my only hesitancy what, of jumping back into the game. Right. And is, that's such a difference between what we were just talking about with Elden Ring. There's such a hype yeah. around this new DLC content yeah. that existing players like that are still playing like, will, or even people who just set it down will come back. It's not like they're, their player base is established and passionate. Yeah. It's not there. They're not there to disenfranchised and frustrated. And I think that that's going to be the difference in how these two DLCs are going to be received and, and whether they're mm-hmm. going to be successful. Yeah. Halo Infinite we'll is say this, showing... Nick. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I did not expect Bruno to show optimism in, 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 a, in, in our <laughs> podcast talking about Halo Infinite. Well, so. you know, no, and, and, and as a hardcore fan... If I had fan, a nickel every time I heard that. Yeah. You would not have many nickels. <laughs> Um, no. so yeah, um, you know, I, Bruno as a, as a, probably the, 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 the most diehard fan of the group of us for Halo, I think, and the most uh, passionate and outspoken, you know, I think his, his viewpoint is, is reflected. If you go to like the reveal of this in YouTube, normally anytime there's any news about 343 whatsoever, including their video updates when they release, you know, here, here's our roadmap or here's what's coming up in this next drop pod that they, yeah, they're excited too. All of the comments are people like rare, rare three four three W, you know, and so there is a very positive reception because now we're looking at this custom game mode selector that's now accessible. We're seeing these crazy forge creation. We're seeing recreations of maps that are no, not in the game, and they were they were showcasing it right. Someone made a great yep. fan remake of Coagulation. Um, oh yeah. Someone made a great yeah the all of, uh, and even these like, are the like classic hall mode. maps. Yep. Yeah. And so all of these modes that previously you had to be like part of a Discord server or like know a guy yeah. to even access them at all. Now there's a browser that lets you play. Yeah, it's going to be it's this is going to I think this is going to be the start of something now, whether they have the manpower to support it. I don't know. But Brad, to your point earlier, which is, yeah, Elden Ring it was a day one release that was complete. And I, oh, you know, we, we talked about it then. And I'm going to keep saying release. it. Yep. And you you don't get that anymore because nope. no one is incentivized anymore to release a day I one $60. Yeah. And now look at what happened. The proof is in the pudding now, right? Now, Halo Infinite had a decent um, initial release, but that was free to play, right, for the for the multiplayer component. You look at Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Game came out in horrible state. Uh, there was a news article I just read talking about mm. how it's now the lowest rated main main gen Pokemon game ever wow. and the user score is way below but even the official ratings now make it the worst rated uh mainline series game ever okay it's enough now, that that nintendo has had to make a statement about <laughs> it and they never make statements about anybody's gripes or complaints they're just yeah. like suck it up and deal with it like right no daddy daddy messed up this time and there's yeah. an apology letter <laughs> How, however and i'm sure there was enough re- returns happening where they felt like they needed to try and stop the bleeding the point that i'm making though to compare it to elden ring and to compare it to halo infinite is that it still sold 10 million copies to put that in context um the new god of war game sold about 5 million copies in the same time frame so that the the point still stands that you can yeah, release but a, I, an unfinished I, I still- I'd still say that, like, I'd still say that the, you know, I'd go with this is a Brad, this is a Bradvocate, um, you know, <laughs> this is the devil's Bradvocate, obviously. But I, I think more people own a Nintendo Switch and are are yeah. Pokemon fans than people own PlayStation Fives. So I yeah. think that's a number that's really hard to compare and say, like you know, these, these two are comparable, but your point is right. People have already spent that money and they, you know, they're, they're essentially trying to backtrack and, and make people who already have the game happy, which is, I think that's a good, a good point, Bruno, and a good segue to actually get to our next topic. Cause you talk about play, how many people own a switch versus how many own a PS five and, and PS five exclusives, right? God of war, the new God of war game is only on PlayStation. And I think that Mm. could hurt its chances at the game awards coming up on Mm. Thursday. So I think, I think that's where we're going next, right? Nick, we're going to do a little preview of what's coming for the game awards. We're heading in that direction, Brad. Like I said, this is a a surprisingly jam packed episode because of all these stealth drops, like uh, uh, 24 hours ago, we were like, what are we going to talk about? And now we're like, what aren't we going to talk about? Like, how do we fit this into an hour? 
Um, right. First, of course, one of the perks of joining us here in the live stream is that uh, that our, our viewer comments kind of get added into the mix. And I got some good ones here. First of all, it's completely off topic, but we did get a super chat from Caitlin uh, stating that Ambrosia salad is for superior taste buds. That is a uh, direct burn aimed at you, Brad. How do you how do you apply? Okay. how do you respond? Well, I'll just say that, you know, I always will play the devil's advocate. That's all I can say. <laughs> if that's wow. Bruno, I mean, bravo. That's top tier. We, this got, is, this, we got a winner. This is we why Bruno's the marketing guy. And we just we just show up like that's amazing. Um, and some great comments about uh, uh, about Halo that we we're talking about here so far. Uh, we have uh, uh, Josh saying Halo 3 is the best one. Well, Josh, one of the reasons why this update is also very hype in Halo Infinite is they they brought back the pit. Which yeah. is like a yep. to this day is one and, of like the- uh, narrows narrows. I okay. think that's what it's yeah. called narrows, mm-hmm. which is um, the one where it has the platform in the middle. And then there's the two yeah. launch pads on either side. And it's a big sniping map. Oh, yeah, that's a fun. And you're one. in space. What more could yeah. you want? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I exactly. mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff in there. Good stuff. Yeah. And uh, Epic Capture Productions chiming in with, uh, I'll say the most hours I have in a Halo game would be Halo 2. Oh, yeah. Because back then oh. I, we, we had the free time to play too. <laughs> Got to factor oh, yeah. that in. <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, I, I think for me, uh, some of the uh, the battle, Halo 2 battle rifle is just ranked superior oh, yeah. in terms of that. But I, mm-hmm. I have a lot of hours ranked into Halo 3, and it was my mission to get recon armor and I did it and still so proud of that. And then they gave to everyone. And that's when we knew they're doing it again. They're just knew, doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, known. you know, should have known. Well, if they're giving out recon to armor to everyone, I'll tell you something else that we're basically giving out to everyone. And that is our amazing content over at Patreon. Guys, I got to tell you something. As little as $2 a month, we might as well be giving it away for the amount of extra content that you're going to get. And as always, I want to give a huge shout out to our Enfuego supporters, Epic Capture Productions, Matt.bat, Alexa, Caitlin, Josh, Court, Nene, and Megan, and our QTB Plus supporters, Nick Nick, the Dudist Monk, Indie Gamiacs, Alan Abadessa, Mr. Grove Games, the Intergalactic Pinecone, and Fluffy Bunny. Thank you all so much. And don't forget that for as little as $2 a month, you're going to get access to our QTB Nostalgia Vault, our new bonus QTB Nights off script, anything could happen. And also don't forget, you're going to get access to that exclusive merch. We're talking stickers, we're talking tote bags, posters, and t-shirts you can't even get in our shop. You can't go wrong with this. So stop on by. It's patreon.com slash quit the build. Again, patreon.com slash quit the build. Thanks as always to our amazing supporters on Patreon. And if, if you know, I used to work in radio and you have to get it down to the second. You have to get it down to the second. Yeah. And I know you're clapping for Patreon, but clap for me too. Cause that no, was that amazing was for timing. You. That was all, that was all. They, they knew it was for you. That was all for you. <laughs> well, winner, winner likes all the, the music. That's all that matters. Our sponsor's happy. oh man well here's something that uh many people won't be happy about and this is our next story coming from polygon.com um that microsoft has confirmed they are raising uh first party xbox game prices to 70 dollars um games like starfield uh forza motorsport yeah and redfall will reflect the new pricing um you know i there isn't a whole lot to touch on with this you know i we've talked for a while on the show about how the the industry is trending in this direction. Uh, yeah. Sony had no qualms about being the first out of the gate to get there, um, and now everyone else is just kind of playing catch up. But even then, it's just the first party entries. Um, you know, what I'll ask though is, you know, Bruno, do you think that this announcement, especially when you consider that Game Pass is going to give you these games regardless, and as of right now, we don't know of any price increases that are planning to come. All this really does is just boost the importance and value of being on Game Pass if you're in that ecosystem, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, it adds more value to uh, Game Pass, and and I think that it's also one of the reasons why PlayStation is so adamant against the uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition on the Xbox side. I think they they know that that day one release on Xbox is a huge deal, even for something like Call of Duty, right? We mentioned it last stream about how they were, uh, you know, basically trying to, you know, stop that. And, and you know, we've talked about them both downplaying themselves in that response. So I think that this trend is, is typical and not 
not in a way that anyone should be surprised, not in a way that anyone should be upset. We've had a $60 price point for, I don't know, like 20 some years now. Like yeah. it's been oh, a yeah. long time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think that the fact that there hasn't been an increase in, uh, in, in price, it kind of reflects where we're at right now, quality wise. Right. I think we're, we're, we're kind of meeting and a lot of people are going to be angry. Well, I'm not getting my money's worth at this point. You know, why are you increasing the price? Because I think that you need to, in order to, to jump over that next level, right. In order to hire more people, you know, you need to increase the price of, of what you're outputting and whether that's through game pass or, you know, if you're updating the subscription, which I don't think they're going to do right. Like you said, right away or through the resulting, you know, price of the actual game itself, like it, it needs to come about. And it's something that I think Nintendo will eventually do because right now they're stuck at that $50 price tag, mm. you know, a, an update to them to a $60 won't seem as bad, you know, and they can make that jump easily. I think, I think everyone in the, in the gaming industry is welcoming this, this update and it's something that you were just going to see follow suit from everyone in the coming years especially if we keep complaining about the output that nintendo's doing with things like violet right i think that obviously we need to readdress um you know the pricing structure if we're going to continue to put out quality stuff you know brad Mm -hmm. you're a numbers guy what's your take on that uh, I, well, I, I think Nick, you know, kind of hinted on it, and you did initially. My, my, this is this is a, this is a platform. This is a this is a portfolio move, right? Not only are you 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 weren't the first to establish the new level, so you've held out to show that you're loyal to your to to like they've held the price of the console, they've held the price of the games for as long as they can, and obviously we know that they took a little bit of a loss on the Series X to even get that out there, right? And we're seeing that. Uh, at some point, you're right, Bruno. Your point, part of that is that you got to raise the prices to pay for overhead. However, this re yep. this this to me, this is a complete pivot move to in, f- not force, but really encourage people to see the value of Game Pass. It's mm. a no brainer. If you're paying seventy bucks at launch for one game, you can. That's like almost six months of Game Pass. Like, think about yeah. that. So if wow. you if you buy more than two games a year at full price, then you it's that's equivalent to a year's worth of Game Pass. That to me is a no brainer. Look at the difference: two games or access to play any game online in the library, hundreds of games at any time. That's a no, and you spread that cost over monthly, right? So you're not paying seventy bucks a pop. Yeah, you're paying fifteen bucks a month. You spread that over a year. I mean that that to me shows you that the bit the best business model for the I would say the average gamer who consumes multiple games is clearly the game pass. Yeah. And and this is and 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 this shows you now if you put Microsoft and Sony and you line them up and compare them toe to toe, even though the prices of their individual titles are the same, it just shows you, okay, well we're the same there, we're the same there. We're we've got a better a better subscription service. We've got the same price on platform, you know, first party games, you know, like I don't see where Xbox isn't winning here. And and I think it reinforces that, you know, they're still going to offer those titles for day one on the Game Pass. To me, this is the best time to jump on board, grab yourself a three-month subscription, grab yourself a six-month subscription, and and hop on the Game Pass. That's what the, that's this move. That's, that's what it is right here. Yeah. I mean, now you make an interesting point here, and there's something I, I want to mention because I see this argument a lot, and it's slightly off topic, but not really – but it's the idea that should, you know, obvious, and it's a quick answer, right? Like a lot of people complain, well, why is, why are digital games the same price as, as physical games? And I think that the easy answer for everyone is the fact that brick and mortar stores still exist. Digital, digital games can't undercut physical stores and physical games because then no one would buy them in a physical form you know like you would be more inclined to purchase them digitally 
And that would really, really upset the balance that you have with these stores, which, you know, if you go back to the history of, you know, uh, Nintendo and video games and, and them trying to, you know, basically corner the market in terms of retail space, you know, you've got to do a lot of bidding to get your to get space in retail, especially right. as it's now dwindling. And 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 you can't undercut, you know, your supplier or, you know, your your uh, your market in that they, way. Right. Right. And, and they, they get they make better margins on the digital versions. Right. It makes complete oh, yeah, sense to get people to go mm-hmm. digital. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know, Nick, what what do you think? I mean, do you where, where do you see this kind of fitting into the larger picture? Not which is Microsoft, but in comparison to their competitors. You better believe they want people to go digital. I mean, just look at what's happening right now with the pricing of their consoles. The Series S, and this isn't this is crazy because the Series S has been one of the most uh, affordable uh, bang for your buck consoles that is on the market. Full stop. They lowered the price for the holidays. It used to be two ninety nine. Now it's two forty nine. Like that is an insane. So you're telling me it's cheaper than a Switch? It's cheaper than a Switch now. That's what I'm saying. Like they're 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 trying to find ways to get this thing in in the house, and they're willing to take a big loss on it to do so. We've always known consoles have been loss leaders, but that's the digital version, right? You know, you can't you can't put a physical disc in that game, and even if you wanted to, we know this is going to be the final generation for physical games because the physical games don't. Aside from uh, Switch games. They don't actually house the game in them. It just gives you the rights to download it. They don't. You can't fit them on the discs. And they, they, yeah. even if you did, why would you bother? There's going to be a day one patch that instantly invalidates it. That th- those days are gone. Um, and I know that's a, a sad day for collectors and a sad day for people that want to preserve physical media. But it's a direction that we saw coming. So you know, to raise the price by ten bucks, you know, I don't. I, I think it's it, it. Like I said, it just it it shines more of a light on Game Pass and on their model because I think. You look at the numbers right now for how many people are subscribed to Game Pass. They don't. It's 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 a non-issue. It's a non-issue. Yeah. Why and why why do I care? I'm going to get that game day one, and I know that as yep. long as I have Didn't Game Pass, right? That title because it's Xbox exclusive is always going to be on Game Pass. It will never rotate out. Um. So it's you know I, I think they they are adjusting to industry norms. Um. And they're doing it in the softest way possible by saying, okay, we're going to lead the way with our titles. The Game Pass subscribers won't mind. And in the coming year or two, we're going to see other uh, third-party developers and publishers uh, begin to scale up to that number to meet them. And uh, hopefully the result is more titles like Elden Ring that we get a little more care, a little more polish put into it day one. I am very pessimistic about that. Um, but uh, I guess we'll let uh, we'll let time tell the story. And uh, as always, I do want to head over to our comments here. We do have a, good, uh, a couple of good comments uh, in there. Um, Courtney Day saying, yeah, television prices are going lower and systems are going higher. I mean, yeah, aside from the Series S, I mean, and yeah, there, there was the story about PlayStation going in the opposite direction, right? In the UK, they raised the price of their consoles. Yeah. Um, they're not willing for it to be a loss leader, which I think is very uh, anti-consumer. Um, also, there's a ongoing uh, hashtag right now for Get Brad Glasses because he is the only the only person right now not sporting them. What do you think, Brad? You want some, That's you want some, crazy. There doesn't have to be anything in there. You can just wear the frames. Well, so I wear, glasses. I got, con- I, I got contacts in. I just don't have my, yeah. con- my glasses on tonight. So, okay, I mean, I can, get, I can get f- fake ones. I'll, I'll, I'll have them on. Don't worry. We'll be the, <laughs> the, the, the glasses trio. <laughs> the brothers, Nick glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, I love it. that though. I pre- I appreciate the love though. Don't leave me no, no, no Brad left behind. Okay. So that's right. That's right. I love it. Oh, man. Well, speaking of no Brad left behind, Brad, I know you won't be able to join us for um, our live stream on Thursday when we're going to be an official streamer for the Game Awards. Um, But I do want to say, you know, I I think uh, now is a good opportunity for us to kind of give a little bit of a sneak peek of our our picks for these big categories. There are so many categories in the Game Awards that uh, that cover a lot. But, um, you know, I I think our our viewers want to know what your picks are and even get some of our picks, too, as as a teaser. Uh, we will be going live at uh, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific um, on this Thursday. Um, and there's about a half an hour there until the actual pre-show for the Game Awards begins. So that's going to give us a chance for Bruno and myself to go over every category, our picks, our reasoning behind it. And we'll also be providing your picks as well, Brad. So I guess we'll just start with the with the big chungus here, uh, Game of the Year. Uh, some, some big contenders across multiple platforms. Uh, who do you got? I'm taking the odds on favorite. I gotta go with Elden Ring. Sorry. Okay. It's 
it, it, it seems like it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a foregone conclusion. I think it's a two horse race, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. But I think the platform constraints for God of War Ragnarok is really going to give Elden Ring an easy win here for game of the year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I the, yeah, the cross-platform viability uh, really helps. And thinking about the like past Game of the Year winners, that's usually how it ends up going. They'll have the the titles in there that are console exclusive, but uh, you know, it's you know, if you're if you're not a PlayStation owner, you're not going to know about uh, or, or PC, you're not going to know about Stray, you're not going to know about God of War Ragnarok. If you're not a Switch owner, you don't know the first thing about Xenoblade Chronicles. What about you, Bruno? Yeah, I'm going to go with Elden Ring just because it it got somebody like me to to check out the game somebody that that normally wouldn't thanks thanks to epic capture productions for hitting me up early in the year and making that possible it was it's <laughs> such a great game and i'm looking forward to the dlc as well you know so i i definitely have to give it that pick and i like brad's reasoning i'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off of brad here and say that the console restraints for god of war ragnarok um might might have an impact here but you know, um, it being so fresh in everyone's mind and, and the the stands out there for, uh, you know, just the God, God of War and PlayStation in general, um, I, I, I think that it, Brad's right. It's going to be a very close race. I'd, I'd like to see the results mm-hmm. of, of uh, the how percentage close the or the, yeah, how yeah. close the voting was. <laughs> That would yeah. be really, it's a two, really interesting. It's a two, it's a two horse race here, in my opinion. I think it's one. It's going to be one of those two. It's a coin flip, but I, I, I give the edge to Elden Ring. How about you, Nick? Yeah, I, 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 it's it's really tough to say right now, honestly, just because of the huge hype. Because remember, time plays a factor, and even though we'd like to think that you know we we treat a game that came out a year ago um, the same way as we treat a game that came out a couple days ago, I really think the timing of the release of God of War Ragnarok was intentional to try and get the media press attention and get the hype and get that, get that nomination and get that win. Um, because just like the, the Emmys, the Grammys, they, they campaign for these things. You know what I yeah. mean? There's a oh, whole yeah. marketing thing that happens to curry favor with the, the systems in place to get the votes. And I think there's so much conversation right now happening about the pure excellence of God of War Ragnarok in the interest of making sure that we don't just tie on every category. I'm going to go God of War Ragnarok. I think, okay. I think it has a great shot. Um, you know, my personal favorite is definitely Elden Ring from the list, but I'm I'm separating those two um, and saying that I think I think the dub is going to go to uh, to God of War. So there's our uh, our first category uh, for our previous. And like I said, there's so many categories here um, that it's really tough to uh, to hit them all uh, in this quick little preview. But I do think one that we should hit because we've talked about how ongoing games on live service games really deserve more attention than they get in these awards. I'm glad they have their own category. And I think we should shine a spotlight on that. So uh, I guess we'll go around the horn one more time here, Brad. What do you have uh, among our uh, live service offerings? Again, I think it's I think there's two that that typically stand out here for me, uh, but I, I'm I'm biased. So uh, I, I think Fortnite, bar none, has the best. It's the best ongoing game. You talk about end of season events, the launch of new seasons. I mean, how many people? are waiting that jump in and check out the new season, especially this new one with a new, a new map, complete new functionality, new, new, um, how do I say like new enhancements as the match goes on? I think Fortnite top to bottom, the ongoing experience that they bring week in and week out season in, in season out, uh, I, I don't see why it's not not the the favorite here, um, but I will give a nod. I think Apex Legends has continued to show that it also has sustainability across seasons. There's a, definitely a loyal fan base, and I think they um, compared to maybe some of the others in that category and that kind of game style of, of uh, first person shooter kind of um, uh, you know uh, you know yeah. compared like to Halo Infinite per se. Uh, I think Apex does a really good job as well, but um, I'm, I'm I'm biased here. I'm a huge Fortnite fan, and I think I think Epic's going to pull this one out. Okay. I'd like to see the same. I'd like to see the same thing. You know, this list there. Excuse me. This list has uh, Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact on there for those of you at home. And I would say that you know one of the more surprising ones to me has been just the resurgence in Destiny Two. I remember when Destiny One came out, and then Destiny Two right after. 
Uh, it was there was a lot of consternation behind that whole release, and it, it didn't it didn't start well. It ended. It's it's going great now. Um, I still don't think there's enough of a fan base for Destiny Two for it to get the full vote, right? Like I think it's I think again, Brad's right. It's going to be between Apex Legends and Fortnite. And I have to ask, um, this this was the year that they implemented the no build, right? That Correct. started this year because I made the uh, the jingle about that uh, yeah, in like April. I, yeah, I think then I think I got to give it to Fortnite in that respect. I think mm-hmm. I really have to give it to Fortnite in the in the in the in just in the in the in the thought process that they took a game that was was completely centered around building and the the um, the 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 pro scene was how well you could build and flipped yep. the script. And I honestly can't find streamers who even stream build mode anymore. Like the top streamers are all doing no build mode. So I think it was one of the most pivotal things for Fortnite. And it's, it's, it literally solved the problem that everyone had, which was, Oh, I don't like the building. Yep. Pivotal pivot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but and, and, and just to kind of tie it in tie it in Nick here because they're close in category in terms of the nominees. If we're talking yeah. about best ongoing game, there's also best community support. And Apex, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, and Fortnite are also in that category. And so I think Fortnite, if they don't win best ongoing game, they have a big leg up to maybe win best community support. We touched on it earlier with, you know, the returns, um, you know, the ability to uh, listen to the community, implement no build. I mean, they're constantly checking in on what their 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 gamer base is saying. Um, you know, I think that that is a big opportunity for them to win that. Although I do think Bruno would make a case that No Man's Sky could also warrant like kind of a delayed win here. Uh, it, you know, it's been a long journey, but the community support and hearing about initial launch to where we are now i think right. if i'm looking at community best of community support i think it's either going to be fortnite or maybe no man's sky okay uh yeah i i'd have to agree with you the amount of support that fortnite gets in terms of its creator mode is is really up there and but you're you're right i think i think no man's sky will forever be the most improved for me one of the initial videos that i did back on my youtube channel um you know when i when i restarted for the umpteenth time was specifically on how sean murray lied to everyone about no man's sky like he literally lied and now you know he's delivered something that is exactly what he envisioned and i think that that that's commendable. Um, and, and before we kind of wrap up here, I would say that one of the things that I think I'm, I think, I think stray deserves something best debut, best debut indie. It's got to win best debut. indie. it's got to either, either that, or I think best game direction. Mm. Like, I think that also really has a place because that's, that says awarded for outstanding creative, a vision Vision. and innovation in game direction and design. And all of these games, like you're not going to give that to Elden Ring because it's just a hyped up Dark Souls. You're not going to give it to God of War Ragnarok because it's it's the same as, uh, you know, when they rehash God of War the, you know, the first time, right? You know, so the gameplay is not that different. Same thing with Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, I haven't played or really know much about or immortality. I'm going to have to do a little research on that, but I got to figure like it's the kitties. I figure the kitties need a win. (laughs) You got to give, you got to give the cat something here, man. They got to have something. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I tend to agree. I think, I think I'm hoping stray comes away with at least a win. They're nominated in a few categories. Best. So there's best indie and best debut indie. So, you know, I think that to me is interesting. There's like kind of a difference there, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping stray pulls out at least one win here. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, yeah, I mean, I think that that kind of sums it up. I will get in real quick um, that, yeah, my, my, my choice for best best ongoing game is definitely Fortnite. Um, I think, yeah, the the no build mode alone was revolutionary. Um, and they took a flyer on that. They didn't need to, but they they did the right way of doing it, which was to test the waters, see what the reception would be, introduce mechanics like sprinting and mantling that allowed you to have more freedom of movement to coincide with that, 
see that the numbers check out, add it as a dedicated mode. And now, I mean, you look at this new update, this new chapter is breathtaking. The way oh, yeah. the Unreal mm-hmm. Engine is is rendering it's incredible. light and and just, the, I mean, it is, Fortnite has evolved in not just gameplay and and licensing and, and innovation and, and mechanics, but just the actual graphic fidelity of the game. Um, almost like Minecraft, where Minecraft has stayed true to its form, true to its you mm-hmm. know voxel style, but still adds in ray tracing and still adds in these beautiful updates that make the game somehow look more gorgeous. Fortnite's no different. And in a battle royale scenario where you're rendering potentially hundreds of all these different, you know, one-off skins and things, and it, it still does it in such a beautiful way and it all comes together. Um, there simply isn't a, a game that is uh, more deserving of it this year in particular than Fortnite. So um, that is definitely my, my pick, and I'm, I'm with you. You got to give the cats a win somewhere. It's yeah. amazing to me that, that it took us this long to come up with a platformer from the perspective of a cat. Like, we've done cat-themed yeah. things, but to just be a straight-up cat, like realistic cat physics, you get an achievement for knocking stuff off of a roof because that's what cats, that's what they do. Okay? Yep. Um, I'm there for it, so. Um, and yeah, you know well, what? I'll, I'll <laughs> be looking forward to tuning in to you guys on Thursday. I hope everyone yeah. else does when we're streaming the Game Awards. I'm interested to hear your take, your detailed take on the best VR AR category because I think that mm. one is a little bit of a, a little bit of a out of left field, so... Yeah. Um, looking forward to hearing your takes on that and the rest of the many categories and seeing who can go, who, who's going to get the most right. Um, you know, we'll see. I do have opinions. Yeah. Um, for me, for me, for me, the game of the year is the one that makes me the least nauseous. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But, uh, well, guys, yeah, as always, want to thank everybody for uh, for checking out our podcast. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure to stop by our website, quitthebuild.com, your one-stop shop for all things QTB. Check out our amazing blog. Get to that network page. Check out our amazing network partners like One Hour, One Decision, and so many others. And, uh, of course, you got to get over to our, uh, our our Discord, right? Go to the bottom of the homepage, bottom of most pages there. Get you that link. Join our rapidly growing community of gamers and uh, people that put uh, – uh, Yeah. And the merch, you can't forget, there's still time. Oh, yes. Our Quit the Build Ugly Christmas sweater is still <laughs> available, and it's you still have time, folks. Get it in time <laughs> the, holidays the holidays are three That's weeks right. away, so grab it now. Wear it at your <laughs> Christmas Day function. Support uh-huh. the brand. Support, you know, let everyone know. What's Quit the Build? Oh, you haven't heard it? Check it out. It's the best <laughs> gaming podcast out there with the Brothers McMuffin. So, Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, Spread that you. on a cracker. I'm telling Ow! you what. Hello, I love it. Do. There and, it is. And when you get into when you get into those <laughs> tough family discussions, always know that you can be the devil's advocate. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. He's leaning into it. That's how you know it's a winner. He likes it. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> hey, oh Mikey. man. That's right. Well, and Epic, I, yes, go ahead. What, what were you gonna go ahead? Epic Capture Productions giving one last shout out to QTB. We got We got to say it on three. All right, here we. I'll, I'll say QTB. We'll say it. Okay, ready? What are we? We're going to whisper nights. Oh, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. Was, you didn't know I was going to say it. You didn't know. Here it comes. It's it's QTB. Nice. That's nice how you do it. Okay. Check it out, everybody. Thanks, as always. Bruno, take us out of here. It's been fun, guys. We do appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Nick and Brad, I'm Bruno. I have it, 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 I have it. That's all, folks. For Bruno and Brad, I'm Nick. <laughs> and for Nick and Bruno, I'm Brad. Peace out. Quit the bill.